Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. This episode is brought to you by CBDtechnologies.us. Now, we've all heard about CBD. CVD is what I just called it. I'm thinking, of, I guess I'm trying to go to CVS to buy my CBD, but not yet. You can't buy it at CVS yet, so you got to go to CBDtechnologies.us. They are the number one online provider for CBD. Everything CBD. They got gummies, vape cartridges, tinctures, all kinds of shit. Everything that you need. This is lab tested, 100% guaranteed, high quality CBD that you can get online and legally shipped to your house. Now you've heard of the benefits of CBD. It uh, helps with anxiety. Uh, it's a, a, a mood enhancer. Um, CBD actually attacks cancer cells. They found out and it cures cancer. The shit 100% cures cancer, guaranteed. If you have cancer, get some CBD and it will cure it. I guarantee that. CBDtechnologies.us does not guarantee that it will cure your cancer. That is a natural habitat guarantee for you from me. So if you go there and you put in the code NHP, you save 10% off your online order. That's pretty dope. You get CBD sent straight to your house. So you can use it just for general wellness. You know what I mean? You could... uh you can give it to somebody that, you know, has maybe trouble sleeping, high anxiety. Um, there's, you know, I've, for some reason, they're all escaping me right now, but there's like a hundred fucking uses for CBD. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and use this powerful tool that I have in my pocket called Google. And I'm going to look up uses for CBD. And let's just see what we can get. You know what I mean? The different things that uh, that it helps. So, see, it says here. So it says here that it is a natural alternative for pain relief and anti-inflammatory properties. So if you're taking, you know, uh, aspirin or fucking Bayer one a day or whatever the fuck it is nowadays, um, ibuprofen or Advil, these are all... Uh, NS, NSIDS or whatever, whatever they're called. I forget the acronym, but they're bad for you. They fuck up your stomach lining. It's all horrible. And this is a natural, you know, uh, natural relief for your inflammation, for your pain relief, for, uh, anxiety, for it just kind of popping up all the things that I said in my other one. So I was right. Anxiety, other things, and it's non-psychoactive. So this shit doesn't get you high. So if your grandma, you know, has some anxiety or maybe is uh, having seizures, it, it also is a neuroprotective, which is dope. Um, and it also clears up your acne. So there's a thousand fucking uses for this, and it's non-psychoactive. So you take it, it doesn't get you high. There's no THC in it. A lot of people are still misinformed about this shit, but you could tell the people that that is a natural habitat guarantee as well as a CBDtechnologies.us guarantee that it won't get you high. Now, if we're being real, I think it kind of gets you high a little bit. I've taken CBD a few times and I feel mad good. I feel real good when I take it, but I don't feel like, eh, you know, super lit and people can't see it on my face, but... I, all, all the anxiety is gone. 
I feel great, super positive, and you know, pretty much all the benefits that I get from getting lit. Only I'm not super lit. I could still, you know, uh, I could still function throughout my day without needing, you know, a bunch of food or a nap, a little weed nap. So go to cbdtechnologies.us, use the code NHP, save 10%, blah, blah, blah. Today, we have a special guest on the podcast via Facebook Messenger. We did a Facebook video call for this one, pulled out all the stops from my homeboy, Izzy Martin from San Diego, California. We met him just recently when we went to go do the Kung Fu Vampire show. He's a local artist around there. And, you know, I checked out his music, checked out some of his stuff. We, uh, we met there, hit it off at the show, and I asked him to be on the podcast. So this is the episode with Izzy Projects. You can find all of his links in the description. Um, he is a dope artist, solid dude, and you definitely need to go support him. So if you've never heard of him, check him out. And if you have heard of him, then here is an interview with Izzy Projects himself. So let's do it. I don't drink soda. It's all about the delivery, you know? You don't have to be good. If you deliver that shit, you'd be good. That's all you need, literally. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just deliver. You don't even bar. You don't even need a beat. That's right. Just deliver. I saw a uh How you pronounce it? <coughs> we have a local uh a local competition that's going on called uh, called Bars Only 805, where a bunch of local rappers are doing like a one minute long rap video. And I watched one today. Yeah, I saw a little bit. I'm not going to air this dude out, mm-hmm. but I, I saw one today. The guy didn't rhyme one time. It was, oh, just, some, it was just some abstract shit. And you were right. It's all about delivery because his delivery was on point. Rhyming. Not so <laughs> yeah. But you know, I've heard there's some Tupac songs where he's not rhyming and he's not rhyming in the song. Like he's just like he's just saying it with such a flow and like such a like the delivery mm-hmm. that it sounds like he's rhyming, but he's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch the uh, the Kamikaze uh, interviews or whatever it was with uh, with Eminem and Sway? Eminem, no. He uh, not sure, but I no, I did. stay away from the Eminem interviews uh he said uh you know there there was this big era where Eminem notoriously went through this accenty phase where he was like ring ding with a zing zing ring and did like a whole like almost middle eastern kind of racist accent and he said that what got him into that was was that uh he found out that he can make certain words rhyme with other words if he said them in an accent it rhymed but if he said it in his normal yeah. american accent it didn't and then he kind of just got caught up in that and pronunciation and shit so shit don't even have That's to true. shit don't even have to rhyme anymore you can make it rhyme like you know how there were some people say like you can't rhyme orange mm-hmm. so i was like like, I, I never really tried, but when one day I'm just writing, you know, sometimes when you're writing, you just like, like, you just get into this zone and go in and shit. So it was like, it was like, um, I was like, I got a new, a new batch. It's foreign. Brazilian Kush got me soaring. 
They say you can't rhyme with orange. Got the key, got this white bitch named Lauren. She gave me keys. Now I'm torn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that shit does rhyme. And I'm like, holy shit. When I wrote it to you, you know, when you write something, you're like, oh shit. That's how I was. I was like, holy shit. That shit, that shit goes. Yeah. It's all about how you say it, really. Yeah, it's how, it's how you say it, man. Pronunciation. Orange is a That deserves to be rhymed with mm-hmm. the tasty bitch named Lauren. Yeah, I mean, I'd say porridge is probably up there too. <laughs> porridge, oh shit! Yeah, porridge is like a pretty. Nah. That's pretty close. That's like porridge, almost yeah. a perfect rhyme. If, well, yeah, if you if you, but porridge is hard to rhyme with too. Yeah. Like I got a rhyme dictionary in my backpack. Oh, I don't got it next year. But I keep a backpack with me, like everywhere I go. And shit. I have a Bible. And I don't really read, but I got it. Got a Bible, a dictionary, a thesaurus, and a rhyme dictionary. You got a Bible just in case. Shit. Shit. Just in case if your grandma shows up, you could be like, "I got the Bible, grandma." <laughs> just in case, I'm like, bro, let me bust some facts on you real quick. Uh-huh. You know, just, just like to argue with motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And so the Bible helps. That shit helps me argue with whoever the fuck I want to. Yeah, very true. It is. It is a good piece in an argument because it ends every argument. You're like, hey, well, the Bible says this, so yeah. what are you gonna do about that? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, yeah, man. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start taking Bible verses and bending them to use them. Manipulation of the mind, bro. They've been doing that for a long time. They're That's already right. doing it, bro. They might as well do it too. Yep. That's what it all. It's all about. Uh, it's all about knowledge and manipulation. Manipulating people. That's true. <laughs> That's yeah, what it's all about. Shout out. Oh <laughs> uh, damn! All right. Well. Um, Thank you, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We started this already. This is already a thing. Uh, <coughs> I have, uh, I have my friend Izzy Projects here. Projects with a Z. Get it right, get it right, get it right, get it right. Mean. Thank you for coming and uh, being on the show. We got you on a on a Facebook video call. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now I don't I don't normally do this. I like to do in studio, but I did it for you because you're my boy and we go way back. So. <laughs> So uh we like two flats on the camera, got it out. Yeah. We met um at the Kung Fu Vampire show in uh in in San Diego. I I for the first half of the show thought that you were just the DJ. I thought that you were just the stand in DJ, and then I found out later on that you also are a rapper. And uh yeah, I yeah. I think I, I did this thing where I was like Oh yeah, Izzy. That's my boy, Izzy. He's the best DJ in the world. And I'm not sure if you thought that, like, yeah, we had, if that we had met and you just didn't remember me, or or or. No, no. Nah, I just figured I just ride the wave because yeah. I was like, I'm, I've never. I don't. I don't even have music on my laptop, man. So <laughs> being DJ was hard as fuck. So when she, when you said that, I was like, Oh yeah, bro. Let me just say, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go Let me take this credit. <laughs> credit where it's deserved. <laughs> I swear I didn't even have music on my laptop, bro. I had to like download music, go on YouTube. Yep. I think commercial played a couple times during my set. Yeah, my manager was like, "Hey, man, you gotta be more professional." I was like, oh, uh-huh. man, "I'm trying, bro. I'm really trying." I'd be like, "Buy me Spotify yeah. Premium, then." I know. I he he like. Well, I guess it just. I guess the other DJ I called out, so he just like hit me up like, "Bro, you think you can do it?" And I was like, "Yeah." <clears throat> my car's fucked up. I mean, when you, when you do shit for your homies and shit, like, I don't know, I'm the kind of person I'll go all out for. If my homies need it, like, I, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I hopped on the bus, came all the way down. I live in North County, so I came all the way down. It's like a like a two and a half hour bus ride or whatever. Damn. Fucking, 
walked there with you know I mean, my laptop and shit. I was like, bro, if I come down here, you gotta, I gotta stay at your house. You know what I mean? You gotta let me stay the night. So he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, just rocked it. So but this is uh, this is uh, David, the dude that owns uh, King Bat Entertainment. So yes, how, how long have you been rocking with him? Probably like two years now, maybe. Yeah. My, yeah, one of my holy shadow cat. I like stopped doing music for like, excuse me, I stopped music for like a year maybe. And um, I started getting back into it and like just, I stopped doing music so I could be like do the dad thing. Uh-huh. And I got back into it and um, one of my homies, shadow cat from Gross Records, shout out to um, from Ghost Records. It was like, hey, bro, I know this dude that will get you linked in with like a grip of shows. Like, just hit him up and like, you know, what I mean, tag me in his comments and stuff. I went to a show and met him and uh, a showcase. And like, he throws mad showcase. So he like tries to help on like a lot of San Diego artists, especially in Dago, like get on. Yeah. So he'll throw all different kinds of shows to get people to be able to perform. And um, I rocked a couple of those and like, like high key just turned them out. I had a different show with this dude named uh, Stoner Jordan. Shout out Stoner Jordan. And um, I think it was like the Blitz tour. And uh, I signed up for that, got on that. It was like a competition. And like I came in like second place or some shit. Mm-hmm. And so that for me, like, and that was at Brick by Brick. And that show had like four or five fights at that show, but like we still like rocked it out. And um, the Brick by Brick owner hit up David, was like, hey, who's that dude? And he was like, yo, I don't know, but I seen him at a couple of shows. But he was like, came up and fucking, he was like, yo, like, are you trying to do some work and stuff? And I was like, hell yeah. So fucking, that was before the, that was before the showcasing. But then, and then he like put me on the showcase. So yeah, I started rocking this. Yeah, that's dope. We, uh, we just, I've known him for a while, man. He looks solid, dude. Yeah, we just recently met him around the same time that we met you. And he seems like a really, a really good, solid dude that he's, uh, He's yeah. he's one of the one of the fans as well. You know what I mean. That's why that's why we yeah, all do music. That's why we all do music is because we love music. You know, like I don't know about you, but for me, I listen to so much music coming up that I just wanted to I wanted to to provide my own my own piece. You know what I mean of the puzzle and yeah, ran out of shit to listen to, so I started making shit and wanted to throw my hat in the ring. And you know, there's all different ways to do that, whether it be you know, rapping, DJing, promoting, like doing graphics, making music videos, like there's all these different things to do. And I could tell that he actually has the passion that we all have, you know what I mean? Like he loves this shit. Yeah. Which is have dope. you ever been to his house? Yeah. No. He's like he has posters and stick um, and uh stickers, tickets. He's the type of dude that save the ticket, you know what I mean? From a yeah. dope ass show and save that shit on the wall type dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that he like committed, you know what I mean? I remember, yeah, for years, my, uh, my like, photo album in my wallet was just <coughs> ticket stubs throughout the years of all kinds of shows that I got to yeah. until I ran out of, of things. No pictures of my family or loved ones or anything like that. Just ticket stubs. <laughs> hey, bro, things that are important in this life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> They're important to you. Yeah, the things we work for. But, but, but yeah, man. Yeah, uh, when I met him, bro... He got me booked out. He kept me booked like since I met him. He just like booked me out. Bam. Every week, like shows. There'd be times where I'd be kicking on my homies and they'd be like, bro, like, I can't wait to go to the show tonight. And I'm like, what the fuck? I got a show tonight. I gotta look up on my phone and I'll have like a grip of notification. Bam, 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 bam. I have a whole bunch of shows. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I can't, I can't believe this show is tonight. Yeah. Like, straight up. 
booked out. You know? <coughs> he's like he's real, he's real serious about that. Mm-hmm. Like, he like make sure that shit goes. Yeah, we got a we we got this one kind of kind of out of nowhere. I think what happened is um, we had hit up Kung Fu because we had booked him for a few shows uh, down here in our area, like on his past couple tours. And uh, Chris hit him up and was like, hey, what's the deal on, you know, on this tour? Do you have any open dates? And he was like, the only one that we have a date for is San Diego. Here's the dude that you should hit up and gave us David's contact. And that's how we got in contact with him. And ever since then, we have, he's the one that linked us up with this Whiskey A Go-Go show. And then we have uh, something else coming up in March that was thanks to him too. So he's uh he's doing the same thing and he's he definitely hooked yeah, us yeah. up right so away we recognize his talent man and he fucking like he tries to do the footwork that we like that you know what i mean that like we can't always do and stuff like that he does he does shit like that he's yeah. like he's the type of dude like you know what i mean you see him you give him a hug like type of shit you know mm-hmm. you shake his hand like he's like, and that's good we need family yeah we need people like that because there's too many snakes in that part of the that side of the business you know what i mean real shit that that's real, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's hella real. So shout out to King Bat Entertainment. Shout out to David. Yeah, yeah, shit. A-B-E. yeah. So like so like I said, uh I met you. I think that we hit it off because uh you were the only person there that looked as high as I felt. Like so uh, so I felt I felt like like an initial attraction. I was like, this guy's on my level. Like he is also lit. What's up? We started chopping it up about the DJ thing. I gave you this confidence that you needed for the show, <laughs> and then uh, and then I, I found out later. I think you had uh, you had like offhandedly when we were getting magicked on outside by Brett Brett Allen. Shout out to Brett Allen, the underground magician. He uh, you said something offhandedly that you had just recently opened for Cottonmouth Kings. Correct? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, just opened like it was like probably a couple of days. It was no, it was the night before that. Yeah, the night before that, Kamal King was at Break by Break. Shout out to Break by Break, Kamal Kings. Yeah, that venue looks yeah, dope. That show is dope. That show is so dope, bro. Like the people, the 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 Kamal King supporters are like loyal and like fucking like with the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like rooted as fuck. They're rooted to where to where they come from and how they do, how they live their life and stuff. Like people have like Cottonmouth King tattoos like on their necks and you know what I mean all over the place. Yeah, it's definitely a way of life. Yeah, yeah, and then like they, they were like giving us mad love, mad yeah. love. So fucking, <coughs> I, I was. That's the second time I opened up for Cottonmouth Kings, and that shit was dope as fuck. That shit was like both times were like my favorite shows I've done so far. That's dope. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, shout out to Chucky Chuck of DGAF fam. Cause uh, I met him at that San Diego show. Nicest fucking guy in the world. What a sweetheart that yeah, guy you know, is. Hey, bro, Chucky Chucky is dope as fuck. That, that's another homie that's dope, and he's spit. Yeah, he hooked me up with a fucking uh, a track I'm working on right now. Actually, I'm not sure if I can like really even speak on it, but he got me like probably gonna be like the next dopest track I've like ever even like probably the biggest track I've ever I've done so far and shit. And he blessed me with that, just like. Right off the back, so you know what I mean. Shout out to Chucky Chuck. I mean that is that's the homie officially. Hell yeah, out. yeah. I just uh, I I met him at the show and he was just like super down to earth, super dope. 
his set was off the hook. He was like real humble, really nice, and just everything that you everything that you want and hope from an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's dope. And he looks like a G too, like you know what I mean, tattooed on the face, tattoos everywhere. Like uh-huh. the nigga, you're like, yo, I'm not even fucking with this fool, like type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but he's uh, dope too. Hella yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely a good vibe that you guys had going on down there. I want to get down there for another show soon for sure. Yeah. And then uh, we got a trip, man. What's up? They say like in San Diego. The artists are like haters and shit. Like a lot of artists hate on like another all the other artists. Like, yeah, that's like a common like thing that that occurs in San Diego. But if you link up with the right with the right people here, you get mad love and mad support for the people. Like like the artist will also be your, like the artist will be your friend, your friend, your your fam, and like. And uh, your fans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like th- their friends, fam, and friends. You know what I mean? All, all three with no hate, like intact. But it depends, like on what, what group. To be honest, like me personally, I haven't really ran into like a group of haters like that. But like I always, you know, what I mean, you always hear that type of shit. But like real, like real, like real life. Every time you go to a show, like you'll meet people like that are at shows all the time like almost any show that you go to in san diego like this dude named rick skills you know what i mean yeah dude will be at like every show you know what i mean he like, was at he was at that like show real... that kung fu show right um no nah, he wasn't at that one no There's probably another show going on that night that he was that type shit. yeah because you know I mean? he's the type of dude yeah or like there's like a lot of different people but they're real like when it comes to like San Diego underground hip hop and shit, it's real cool. Like with the like conscious rap and like how they like respect the game type shit and like give respect to each other. I heard, I heard, you know what I mean? Back in the day, it wasn't like that. You would go to a show and it'd be like this crew over here, this crew over here, this crew over here. And like nobody would really fuck with each other and shit. Yeah. <laughs> now you go to a show and you walk in and like somebody you never seen before and you don't have no idea. We'll walk up and be like, yo, what's up, bro? My name is Wooty Wooty. And I'll be like, yo, what's up? My name is Izzy. And saying, like, they'll be like, what's happening? Like, just, like, trying to, like, chop it up right off the back. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, to me, I feel like that's dope as fuck. Because, like, we're, like, being, like, united on some yeah, on some music type shit. We're, we're creating something that, like, well, not everybody knows how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, not yeah, everybody knows how to put a people. Yeah, we're peers. Up. We're peers in, like, a in a certain trade. You know what I mean? Like. So when you when you meet someone else that does what yeah. you do, you should be like, oh, what the fuck, man! Like we can we can relate. Like we we see things this certain way and yeah. we do things this certain way, and we've both we both had these fights with our girls about music and fucking all this shit. You know what I mean? Like we've gone through the same struggles, and yeah, like when there, I think that in the past there was a lot of hate, and I think that it has to do now with. You know, the availability of music with YouTube, with Spotify, with SoundCloud, with people just being able to put up their own music and find their own fan base. There's more than enough listeners for everybody. Whereas back in the day, if you had a local rap group, there's only so many people in your area that listen to rap. And, you know, it's it was almost on some pick side shit. Like, and everyone was making diss tracks against each other and shit. And... You should be motivating the people that are in your area that do what you do to do them better. So that way everybody's good. Yeah. So that way you could all make noise. You know what I mean? And I noticed that at the show, there was a lot of people there 
that were artists that weren't performing, that were just hanging out. Like I met a few people that, you know, said yeah. that introduced themselves to me as, you know, artists or as rappers, told me, you know, blah, 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 I'm with this group. And we're just oh, there like to see Hannibal the show. Rick, Hannibal Rick was there that night. Mm-hmm. Hannibal Rick. So he was that, there that night. Just that was super dope to like uh, to see everybody out working together and shit and supporting each other. We have a we have a similar thing going on in our area called Connect the Coast, which is like a like a hashtag oh. that somebody started, and it's pretty much all the local artists supporting each other and kind of fan sharing. You know what I mean? Like what we're going to do with this podcast. All the people that listen to my podcast and my music are going to be exposed to you and your music. And then everybody that listens to you mm-hmm. is going to be exposed to my podcast and my music. Yeah. So we just kind of do a little Venn diagram of fans and a few of them will stick around. Yeah. And I think the more you do this, that, I got invited this one time. This one time I got invited to a show by the, my homie Obi-Wan Kenobi and shit. And front... <coughs> And um, the the DJ's equipment broke down, right? And so all the artists were like, "Fuck! Like, what the fuck? What are you gonna do?" There was enough people there to just like chill and shit, and like, no nobody left. We all just ended up just posting up and just kicking it, and like everybody was there just like exchanging ideas and shit like this. It's like ten artists and like I don't know, like forty or not, not forty people, probably like twenty supporters and shit. You know what I mean? And we're like. Everybody's just chilling, like chopping it up, exchanging like war stories about like different shit. Some people have beef with other people, you know what I mean? Explaining what's going on with that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Some people are cool with other people now. Explaining that shit, like, yeah. Like, connections on like hoodies and shirts and shit like that. That's just what, like, you gotta do, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, we're doing this shit for like, like, for ourselves, one, for each other, and for other people, like, you know what I mean? Like when I go through hard times, I bump I bump hip hop that fucking that my homies were making when I started rapping. Like when I around that time, like when I started rapping and getting on the mic, I I bumped the hip hop that 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 they dropped at that time. Yeah. And when like I'm like feeling down and shit, or like when I'm like going through some mental shit, that's the music I play and that shit gets me up, bro. And I'm like hell yeah, like dude, like I, we were over there and look how far we are now, type shit. You know what I mean? So like, that's just important, bro. That's just hell important. I don't know how much I'll talk get topic that because I'm biased, but that's mostly to myself. Bro. No, it's I'm, fine. That's great. I think I'm, I think I'm on. I think I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're killing it, man. You're good. Because, I mean, the, the main thing with podcasts hey, bro, is this? that, you know, there's a lot of people that, that listen to your music that don't get a, that don't get to hear this side of you. If they don't meet you, then they don't know about you. You know what I mean? It's like, this is a more personable side of you, which is dope. It's like people, people really connect with that and relate to that. And oh, I got someone coming up these stairs. Right. We got Daniel here. This is another uh, another owner of the studio. What up? How are you, man? All right, yeah, for sure, no problem. We're just recording the podcast. Works good. Daniel's got to get his bass. It's a fucking bass head over here. Give me one pet. Hey, let me go grab my uh let me grab my phone charger real quick. Alright, yeah. What? I'm gonna pause this. Alright. Um Daniel said he's gonna go uh he's gotta go play for a funeral. There's a funeral going on. And he had to come get his cello. Or his stand up bass or whatever. 
So, sorry about that, yeah. dead guy. But at least you got some cool music at your funeral, right? Uh, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at the price like. That's dope, right? Music heals. The music is the best medicine. That's what they say, right? Or is it laughter? I don't remember. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of the local artists. I don't remember what we were talking about. Something about local artists in San Diego. Uh, you, the homie, silent. We're gonna get silent on the podcast too soon. And um, uh, Brett Allen. Brett Allen's part of the local artist scene. <laughs> Fucking magical motherfucker blew my mind with his quarter bending. Is this live? Yeah. Well, no, it's not live. But uh, we're we're recording it, and then I'll just kind of like edit it. I just put. Okay, for sure. I don't really cut anything out. I just put like a like a mastering sweep on it to bump up pump up the volume, as they say in the eighties. Pump up the volume. Right, pump up sure. the volume. And then, uh, and then I'll just, I'll put it out like probably this weekend or maybe tomorrow, possibly tomorrow. So, um, so how long, how old are you? 24. And how how long have you been, uh, making music? (coughs) 24. Forever, I feel like. I don't know, but solidly, I guess like four years. Yeah. or not longer. So probably like yeah, four years. Solid like four years. Like performing and shit like that. I when I started, I got started in this crew called Deli Potter's Crew. Like so, uh, you know what I mean? These fools used to just like you know come hit me up and sit, just smoke and chill. And then one day I was sitting at the park, I was just writing some music and shit. <coughs> and like when the homies name he like pulled up, he like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Fucking, you know what I mean? Trying to write some tracks and shit." He was like, you recording shit? And I'm like, nah, nah, I didn't think of it. Like, it wasn't even that serious. And then he was like, hey, yo, I have a show. Like, you trying to mob? So I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I went to the show. I missed them perform, but I saw the headliners. Up. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is what the fuck you guys do? I, said, I was like, bro, I'm doing this shit. Like, this is what the fuck I want to do. And uh, it was just at, it was at a place called City of City and shit. And Vista, they, they got shut down, but so everybody knows about City City, like North County, like they, City City, and like they still do a lot of like promotion in like the hip hop community. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, so we linked they, the next day, like the very next day, they came over to my house and shit, and like they just set up the mic in the kitchen. They were like, yo, like you trying to like rap, you trying to like drop a track, so or like work on a track. So I was like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I went through my notebooks on the beat. It was like me, this like this chubby kid named Smalls, fucking, and the homie DMC. Like uh, the beat, the the songs on YouTube. It was like the only song that I ever like really put on. I put on YouTube like a long time ago. Shit. Yeah. This, I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere on YouTube. It's called um, "Living in a Bad Dream" and shit. And fucking, I don't know. I fucking, I think I killed that shit too. And then I went and we performed it like probably like a week later. And um, that shit was dope as fuck. I was like, yo, this is what the fuck I'm gonna do. Like this is guaranteed, like what the fuck I'm gonna do. But then um, my daughter, uh, oh, so like, yeah, so that that's how I started. But then my fucking wife got pregnant this year. 
Right. Yeah. So sometimes bringing life changes life. You got to die. Yeah, yeah. That happens sometimes. You know, you got to. You got to shift around your priorities and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I push hip hop all the way, bro, all the way to the fucking, to the, to the labor room. There, we got this song called, um, called Who Ride. And fucking, uh, it's like, it's like a straight up California anthem and shit. And we recorded that song in the labor room while, like, while she was like giving contractions and shit. Yeah. And fucking. That was like our best song. You know what I mean? That was like our like we fucking. That was like hell. I, I said I'm like I'm a California native, and I like to start with that. That's just that shit is hard as fuck. That's just my favorite. That's still one of my favorite songs. Yeah. And, uh, and then baby comes so, out, boom, everything changes. It's all crazy. Stop. That yeah. shit just stops, bro. And then fucking like people are like, you know what I mean? Obviously, I'm like, yo, I'm just chilling at home for like a couple months because. I gotta like be there for my daughter and shit. I have other kids too, so yeah. like, that's just real important. So fucking chill at home for a while. You know what I mean? How to get a job, obviously, because like you're not making music, so I can't really make that much money off of it and shit like that. Yeah. So you switched up the whole like itinerary and shit. You know what I mean? And fucking started like instead of making music, started more more working on like taking care of my kids and like the business side of music, you know what I mean? Like trying to get that, like the brand part, like entwined. Yeah, I saw, um, so I started with them. what's your involvement in yeah. this all in clothing brand? Yeah, so all in, I like, it's called abstract life living, right? Okay. A-L-L. A-L-L. Living. So all in, yeah, yeah, so all in. So I started that, um, like, it's pretty much like the idea behind this is like you have a whole bunch of people that want to own like different kind of companies, the American dream, right? Yeah. And fucking we all come together and we use this fucking the the brand of all in to promote what the fuck we wanna do. So if we wanna be like if we wanna own like a uh a auto garage, you know what I mean? Like, or let's just say, like a car dealership. We want to own a car dealership. Mm-hmm. We can use like the like all in car, all in used cars. You know what I mean? So like, that's a fucking dope ass name. You know what I'm saying? Don't steal my fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, but you're everybody else out there. Don't steal my fucking shit. But you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, it, it's like behind the brand and shit, and it means a lot. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's like something that I believe in. Like, if we're gonna do something, we're like, I performed at shows where there was like. There was literally one person there and the bartender, you know what I mean? And fucking just went all in the whole time. You know what I mean? So Yeah. So I'm the president of that shit. I started it. At one point I had a whole bunch of people. And then we like cut down to like three people just to like kinda like manage how we're gonna do what we're gonna do. Sometimes you have to have a sometimes it's better when you have a smaller team than yeah. a bigger team. You True. Know what I'm so I have my homie Raph. You know what I mean? He runs a dispensary in Vista right here. And uh so he's like, you know what I mean? He handles different things and then I have my homie Dario and he like also he he owns a club in Atlanta, so he handles he handles a lot of different stuff too. And then I obviously I handle like the music and uh and like, you know what I mean, the clothes and the promotion and shit like that. But then I also have KBE who also helps me fucking 
with like shows and different things like that. Yeah. So. That's dope. It's I mean, like you said, a, a small solid team is better than a huge team because it gets kind of jumbled when you get a lot of opinions in there. A lot of people have a direction that they want it to go, and it's very rare that everybody's going down the same road, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of hard to manage it like that, so, you know what I mean? But the real thing the real thing about it is, like, as long as you believe in what the fuck you want to do, like, if you believe in it and you want to do it, it doesn't really matter who you have around you. As long as you you continue to do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, and it's well within reach too, especially with a with a brand like that. Like you know, it's a it has a catchy name, it has a solid you know backstory, and like uh, you know people people will buy that shit. People will be way more likely to scoop up an all in sweater than they would you know a tour T shirt for uh for a rapper that they don't really know that much and saw yeah, yeah, and we're like oh you killed it and you know maybe there's a shirt with your name on it but here's a shirt that says all in and it's just like a cool brand like i could rep that all the time and not have people ask me who's that you know so you, yeah, def- you yeah. definitely have something there which is dope thank you i appreciate that yeah my like I, i'm trying to I, I really want to do something like that's going to change life so i've been saying this since i was like probably like I don't know, like 16, like my, my, what I want to do is like, I want to be able to provide for people to the point to where their refrigerators are full. You know what I mean? They pay their car note or they own like a couple cars. You know what I mean? They have, they own their house or like, you know what I mean? They have, you know what I mean? Their kids have like a grip of clothes and shit. You know what I mean? Their paychecks are fat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because they work for this company, like just because they work for all in and it, and the origination is like just a couple motherfuckers or like whoever it is, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Hustle super hard to be, make sure that the next person could eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really what it's about. And like this time, you know what I mean? In our lives and shit. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like this generation is like desensitized to a lot of shit. You know what I mean? So like, it's hard for people to like accept help or, you know what I mean? Or reach for help. Like, so you know what I mean? Like I have, a, I even have a hard time doing that shit. But when you fucking have people that are fucking like, yo, let's rock this and fucking and like help each other type shit, like let's help build it off of each other instead of, you know what I mean? You'll, you, I feel like it'll go far. And so it's like if you have a whole bunch of people that are going, giving everything that they can into something all the time, yeah. you know what I mean? Dude, that shit's gonna blow the fuck up no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's way more feasible than like, you know what like you think of people are like, Oh, you're you you really think that you're gonna make it rapping and that you're gonna make it with this uh with this clothing brand and you know, blah blah blah. You're never gonna be, you know, the next Kanye or whatever. But I heard of something called the thousand true fan rule. Or the thousand true customer rule. And what it is, is if you can get a thousand people, which ain't shit, a thousand people ain't nothing. If you can get a thousand people that are fans of what you do and are willing to spend a hundred dollars a year on what you do, whether it be albums or, you know, merchandise, t-shirts, sweaters, hats, uh, stuff at shows, ticket sales, stuff like that. A hundred dollars a year, which also ain't shit, you know. That's a that's a couple T-shirts, 
and a CD and a ticket. So if you can get a thousand people to do that, a hundred dollars a year, that's a hundred thousand dollars a year that you're making off of your art, off of something that you created out of nothing. You're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is a comfortable living. You're not going to be top 10 on iTunes. You're not going to be a household name. You're not going to be in the law and order ending credits, but you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year on your art. <laughs> which for me, yeah. that's fucking dope, and that's attainable. Yeah, that's it's doable. Mm -hmm. And so any, like, anything after that, anything after that is extra credit. Yeah, yeah. So like, one time I was talking to my homegirl, she, I was like, "Hey, like, honestly, you think, uh, you think I could?" Uh, it's funny because she's here right now. I was like, "Honestly, you think I could like make it out this like doing rap and shit?" And she was like, "Uh." She was like, man, I feel like you could live comfortably off of it. And like, I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool, right? And so I started thinking about it, man, I'm like, fuck, like, comfortably, fuck that. I don't want to live comfortably. I want to live more than comfortably, yeah. you know what I mean? But I mean, we all right. do, but you got to you gotta think about how many how many people are out there that are talented as fuck that, yeah, that never... Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to say. So, like, I was watching Facebook. I was on Facebook, and then I see, you know what I mean? I don't know if you know this dude named D Storm or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's like, he has all this comedy. He's a comedian and shit, right? But then he's like making music too. You know what I mean? So obviously, if he's making music too, he's doing shows too. I bet you his shows are like packed as fuck too. You know what I'm saying? So, and then he has a bigger fan base and a bigger audience because he's like a comedian also. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when it comes to being a hip hop artist in 2018, 2019, and like for, even from like 2016, I kind of feel, even, even before that, when it comes to being a hip hop artist, you can't just be a hip hop artist. You know what I mean? You can't just rap. You know what I mean? You have to. You have to rap. You have to fucking. And rapping, if anything, is the only part that you have to kind of pay for. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you make a beat, like you could, you obviously pay for your craft or whatever. But you make a free beat and shit like that, and then you sell that beat. You know what I mean? Unless you're selling lyrics, like. You're, when you go to rap and shit, that's the only part that's free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so a lot of people pay to perform and shit. You know what I'm saying? So you're even paying to even to to showcase your art. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As a rapper. So when if you're gonna be a rapper and you feel that you like you want to get these words out and and you want to hit a large audience and blase blase all that other stuff, you can't just be a rapper. You know what I mean? You have to be. A promoter, you have to be a clothes designer, you have to be a fucking computer uh, web designer, you gotta be a fucking like a graphics you know I mean? a designer, seller. you gotta you be gotta a sound be a, editor, you gotta yeah. be everything. Say, so you might even need to have, know how to cook in, in certain situations. You for real, bro, I don't know, like, mm -hmm. don't fucking throw some thinking on it, I don't know, man, but but real shit, when, you, when you're a hip hop artist, bro, and you make music, especially if you're a writer and shit, and you know what I mean, and, and you record and shit, you gotta fucking be able to do a whole bunch of other shit because it costs money to fucking go record music yeah. unless you fucking buy your mic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like unless you buy your mic, you got unless you got to pay some dough to record it in somebody else's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so still, like, no matter what, there's always somewhere that you could get a better sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Bro, like, but the thing is, it is, this is my belief on it because just because it's like that, if you really love this shit, if you really want to do this shit, you you can figure out how to do it. Yeah, I got a song named "Take" uh, called "Take Another Hit." Right, I just dropped the I just dropped the the video and shit, but I recorded it a lot a while ago. 
bro, I wanted to record this song so fucking bad, and my homies wouldn't let me record it, right? I don't know why, but so I get to finally convince them to get the mic from them. They didn't want to give me the mic. So finally convince them to get the mic. Um, we didn't have a stand and said, so um, I think I have my own laptop and said, I go to the fucking, I download all the shit I need to download. I download the Audacity and I go to the park, bro, and fucking chill at the park and fucking put up my binder around the mic and just fucking and, and record every time I saw a fucking car came past and shit. I like pause the song, fucking go back, try to get it and shit until I finally got a full ass thing of where I recorded the song. You know what I mean? And enough, um, enough vocals or whatever to, mm-hmm. uh, to put together a full song. Right, uh, and and this song was the the beat I was using was for a competition to get on um to get on Palomar Radio, which is like a local radio station down here in our county. Yeah. So I win the contest, get on the radio. Now I'm telling you, I recorded this song in the fucking park. You know what I'm saying? Like, I win the contest, get on the radio for the first time, and so like, and they like played on the radio and shit. That's from recording in the park. Then I'm like, yo, bro, I want to do something with this shit. Everybody's like, oh, you gotta pay like 200, you gotta pay like, you know what I mean, 300, 250 for a video. So I'm like, man, fuck that. I tell my homie, like, bro, let's just record the video, have the homies meet up at somebody's house. Not a lot, just like two or three homies, and fucking, let's just record a video off the phone. Yeah. Record the video off the phone. You know what I mean? Fucking, I had the footage for a long time, but the video was like super plain. So I'm like, yo, I can't just drop this. I can't just drop this shit. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna, um, Obviously looking for a, a video editing thing on on my phone and shit, but I don't know. Fucking the, the most of the shit suck. You know what I mean? So I finally find one that was like pretty decent and shit. Just edited it off my phone, you know what I mean? Edited it and then dropped it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like when it comes to the crap bro of making that, like if you want to do it, you can fucking do it for free. By yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to pay for it, you could do that too. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you can't just rap. You know what I mean? You got to fucking, you got to do other shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I give so. you, I give you mad props for that because that I've, I've been there. Like that was, that's so much of my, of my music career is audacity yeah. and acoustica and sliding these things in and trying to remove all the background noise from my verse because I don't have like a soundproof yeah. area that I'm recording in. And we, we just recently opened the studio in February. It'll be a year. So before that, I was recording in my room. And like, you know, a lot of people don't, don't take that extra step. And that's like, like you said, if you yeah. really want to do this shit, you'll fucking make it happen. Even if nobody's there to help you, you'll do yeah. it yourself and you'll learn how to use this shit and learn how to fucking hook it all up and make it make it work so that's yeah. dope and for real sometimes there's just like there's just like a certain song i want to hear you know what i mean and i already know i can't find that song and like so i record it like <laughs> so that i fucking so i can hear it you know what i mean like i yeah like, sometimes that's how it goes yeah you know? like i said earlier like like i ran out of songs to listen to so i started making my own songs like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dope. And, you know, I checked out your shit uh, after, you know, you had said that you had opened for Cottonmouth Kings and then we were on our way back uh, home on our fucking five-hour drive and 
Mm-hmm. I was like scrolling through. I was like adding everybody at the show and shit. Found your shit. Found your SoundCloud. Listened to a couple of your tracks, and like you were super dope. Like you definitely impressed me. There's a lot of times when you like, you know, hey, I rap, and you look it up, and you're like, all right, that's kind of, you know, good. Like good job. You're Thank you, bro. hopefully you grow a little bit, stuff like that. But you were on point. Like immediately, I was like, oh shit, my boy Izzy, look, and I like held the phone out to everyone, <laughs> and I was like, this is Izzy, remember? And they're like, okay, what's like, yeah, he's dope. And I was like, I'm way more excited <laughs> than everybody else. So I've been out here. I've been out here preaching your name. Oh yeah, thank you, Doug. But um, so where can people uh, where can people find you online before we get out of here? Yeah, yeah, you can find me fucking on everything and almost anything uh, at Izzy Projects. You know what I mean? So I Z Z Y P R O J. T C E Z, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Izzy Project. You know what I mean? On SoundCloud, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, you know what I mean? Uh, you can also look up the Abstract Life Living too. That's also like everywhere too. That's a, that, that one's more like a team of us and stuff. And so that's like different people like run different, different, different social sites and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Snap, Snapchat. SoundCloud, Twitter, Izzy Projects with a Z at the end. You know what I mean? So, Izzy with a Y. So, Projects uh, with a P. I'll put, right, uh, I mean. I'll put some of those links in the description so you can go in the description and click on those. And cool. everybody out there, go and follow Izzy. There's going to be a bunch of big shit happening in 2019. Yeah, yeah. We have a whole bunch of shit. I have a fucking uh, Bands in Town page too. You know what I mean? Izzy Projects. You can follow that. It'll have a lot. Like all my shows on there for sure. All right, fresh. Well, uh, that's about it. We're gonna sign off right now, but don't hang up yet because I still want to talk some more shit sure. off mic. I got some of. We gotta talk. Yeah, yeah, We gotta talk some business. Yeah, thanks for having me, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, peace out, everybody. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it and uh, have a great fucking day. You beautiful bastards. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's all in ting. Yeah, da, da. Natural Habitat Recordings.